KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If you listen to our podcast, thank you, first of all. We appreciate that you take the time to download and to listen and to subscribe. If you've not yet subscribed, search for Roz and Mocha. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Frequency Podcast Network. Hit subscribe so when we release a new episode... It'll download to your device automatically. One of the fun things that people have been doing is going back to episodes and listening to segments at uh, at half speed because our conversations sound like we're wasted. Yeah, sometimes high, and we get <laughs> submissions like almost on the daily. Okay, so Amy Commodore reached out to us. Great name because she found a moment. From episode 18. 18? This is back in February of 2018. Oh, no. And in an, it's in and around Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. No. Is this going to get me canceled? No, no, no. Okay, no it's, it's not, not going to get me canceled. When you start saying 2018, <laughs> I'm like, God, what are we doing in 2018 <laughs> that we can't do today? <laughs> so you and I sound drunk, right? Okay, yeah. But I think. The thing that makes this one, it brings it to another level of like creepiness yeah. is because I'm playing music in the background, okay. like a sexy type song. Oh. But when you slow it down at half speed, it almost sounds like psychotic music. Okay. So we tr- we sound drunk and psychotic at the exact okay, same time. Okay. I'm intrigued. So you got a haircut and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a haircut. You didn't? No. Uh, it looks like you got a haircut. Can we think I'm one of those guys that gets a haircut during the week? <laughs> yeah. No. Who has like, time for that? It, honestly, you look. it really does look like you got a fresh haircut yesterday. No, 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 no. I blow dried it this morning. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so silky smooth. I don't trust any guy who can get a haircut during the week. If you get time in your life to get well, a haircut. Well, I got a Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, you're not doing enough in your life. If you can get a haircut on Tuesday, you're not yeah. busy enough. You're not working hard enough. <laughs> no, haircuts. Hey, haircuts that for Fridays no, and Saturdays. No, haircuts are for days off. Sure. Right? When you got a day off, a haircut is one of the things that you do. You don't get a haircut during the week anyway. As you <laughs> Jesus <laughs> So shout out My to Amy Commodore. God. By the way, this is the song that was playing in the background. This is what it sounds like at regular speed. Yeah, this is what we play when we get sexy on that show. Right? Right. This is the song called Tubular Bells. 
Uh, you guys both you guys are the 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 the, the sexy ruiners. Yeah, we try to get sexy for one second and who did we hear immediately? Deepa and Maury. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to do you want to do sexy Deepa? That's not go ahead. bells by the way. No, yeah. it's not. Go it ahead. Go ahead, like, Deepa. You got to play like ooh ah Ooh, ah, not like do, 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 do. That sounds like sci-fi, no? Doesn't that sound like an alien's about to pop out of nowhere and like... You sound like an alien just now singing that song. Okay, do, okay do, do it again. Do sexy again. Okay, ready? One, yeah. two, three. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, it's sexy. <laughs> ooh, yeah. Is that an actual <laughs> song or are you making that up? No. <laughs> I made that up. Oh. You think that's an actual song, folks? I don't know. I don't know. You legit have zero rhythm. Like, less than before. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Aside from sleeping, showering, and everything else, uh, does anybody in the room do anything unusual while naked? <laughs> naked? Yeah. So let me read you this. So Christopher Maloney. So Christopher Maloney from Law and Order. He used yes. to just be a regular guy, right? Mm -hmm. And then Christopher Maloney did that show for years, and everybody's like, "Yeah, the character's kind of cool and badass, whatever." People had mixed feelings about him. He wasn't a great cop. And then Christopher Maloney goes away, and then Christopher Maloney comes back to Law and Order, and they rebrand him, and he rebrands himself as like a daddy. Right. Oh, so okay. now Christopher Maloney is like the king of thirst trap daddying. Okay. Really? And he is leaning into this daddy image that he has hard. Okay. Really? So this interview Christopher Maloney does, the headline is this Christopher Maloney says he works out naked. Mm -hmm. No, that's too risky. Chris bro. says when he works out at his home gym, he works out naked and he doesn't even black out the windows. He says, I'm okay with it. My wife is not. He doesn't oh, like to work. He also says he doesn't like to work out with anyone else. It's your home gym uh, because he doesn't want to be spoken to. He says, quote, it's like interrupting a monk when he's in the middle of his monking. Oh, stop okay. Christopher okay. Now, Christopher Maloney is super hot, and I remember him back when he was on Oz, and he was naked on that show. Right. But I'll tell you something. Doing squats or lunges naked, yeah. no matter who you are, does not look good. No. Uh, no, I don't even believe he does this. He's, Me neither. He's, no, yeah. he's thirsty. Okay, have you not seen the pictures of his butt? Yeah, sure. No. I've seen the pictures of lots of butts. There's nothing. No, but his, <laughs> butt, they, they, his butt has changed. See, they see, you know, whenever I say that they rebranded Christopher, they, Maury's their target audience. Big time. Right? Like, Big time. big time, big time. But is there anything weird that you do that you do naked? You ever done anything naked? Like I cooked last week in just my underpants. I've done that before. Full dinner. I've I've full, danced but around that's not naked. Full dinner. I've done. I've barbecued naked. Like outside. Outside. Like completely sorry. nude. Completely, completely oh. nude. I grabbed my string trimmer one time and uh, and cleaned up and cleaned up a patch and cleaned up a patch. Oh, you're talking about the you actual? Did not. Yes, I did. I the grabbed my string trimmer girl. one time. Uh -huh. Yeah, shut up. Your what? My string trimmer. That's what oh, call it, huh? <laughs> my my string Bro. trimmer. Oh, so that's or, what we call what, it okay, now. Okay, hold on here. Right. Other 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 people, Shem, call it a whippa snipper. Hey. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, that is too risky. Okay. Yeah. Naked? Naked, yes. Like, buck-ass naked. Yeah, bare-ass no, naked. No, I, grab my, I grab my string you trimmer. You worried? Worried about what? About if something, I don't know, if that machine malfunctioned. Which machine? 
<laughs> the string. Okay. okay, yeah. Go ahead. Right? Yeah. The garden tool. Yes. If that malfunction. Yes. Right? Because you know at the speed that it goes, the, the piece of twine that actually cuts the grass, yes, sir. right? Yes. And rips apart the weeds. Mm -hmm. If that if a piece of it flew off and it hit you, yeah. you don't think about things like that? Do not. No, I don't. <gasps> Are you doing that I, naked in hopes that people will like, see you? No. What what's what sorry, what, give, what, give me one second more. What is that, Diva? Why don't you just put your clothes on when you go outside to do your gardening? Who like, what's has the time doing for naked? that? I was already pants? naked. God, I was. I was. Seconds. Listen, I was naked outside. I saw a patch, and then I was like, "Oh, my string trimmer's right there," because I didn't put it back in the shed. So I grabbed my string trimmer, and then I just clean it up. And then you went back to this naked business. And then I went back to naked business. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Maury, no, I did not do this so when somebody would see me. Nobody can see me when I'm doing this stuff at my place, right? It's completely private. Well, now Nobody... we know. Oh, my. It's not like I do it all. I don't go there specifically <laughs> to, 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 to trim things naked. Pervert. <laughs> right? I'm yeah. the pervert. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. All right, so what do you want to talk about? We got Billboard Awards last night. We got the Junos took place last night. The weather. <sighs> You're right, the weather. I went to the island in shorts. Hot over the weekend. Good yeah. for you. Was it first time in public in shorts this year? First time in public in shorts How's that this feel? Year? It's always weird, huh? I know. I'm very self-conscious. Like, you have to just keep looking down to make sure they're, like... They're what? Like, still, still there? Still there but like, what do you mean? Not what do you jiggly look? and overly white. What? The wow. shorts? <laughs> no, the leg skin. Oh. Are you, your legs aren't jiggly, though. I wouldn't call them jiggly. No, but when, I, when I'm walking behind somebody yeah. and you see them walking, each step they take, their leg jiggles like a little bit. Like there's a little. And you're worried about if somebody's walking behind you. I'm like, if they're doing that, you, it must be the same thing. You should just uh, um, like tense up and walk with straight legs. Like a Nazi oh, yeah. or something, right? You know what, right. I mean? what do they call that? Goose stepping, right? <laughs> yeah, I would rather the jiggle. Yeah, see, that's one or the other, right? You can have one or the other. You can have jiggle or you can be a Nazi. You can't have both. Did, I'll go with the jiggle. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> did, you, did, did Dan and Matthew wear shorts as well? No, he wore sweatpants, but wishes he wore sweatpants. So he rolled up like his sweatpants. Like it he felt rolled like 30 them up. degrees over the weekend, bro. I know, but he was also self conscious, but then he ended up rolling up the sweatpants. How is high? It, is he self-conscious because he's uh, skinny legs? He, no, his, he's worried that he didn't uh, like trim the hair and that oh, it's too yeah, pale. Yeah. Mm. How when he, when he rolled up his sweatpants, how high did he roll them? Like how big a rolls are we talking? Like just above the knee? Oh, above the knee. But then huh? you have the wow. clumping sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah, so you wore shorts for the first time in public, right? Yeah, it's Man, pretty fantastic. Driving around the city, this city's crazy. We say this every year. Like this city goes so bonkers on that first nice day. Everybody just rips off their clothes. Mm -hmm. I saw more half-naked people walking around the city this weekend. And you're complaining? No, I'm not complaining about anything. I'm just saying it is like we went from puffer coats yeah. to nothing. In a matter of weeks. Yeah. Um, patios were just packed. Like yeah. every patio I drove by yeah. over the weekend. It was just jammed. Yeah. And right? did you not notice everywhere to took yeah. away the plastic now? Anywhere you go now, there's no plastic between you and the cash register. Uh, that's not true. No, I was not. just at Starbucks. Plastic, they said, oh, yeah, we took it down on Saturday. Gone. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, but see, I don't really go anywhere. I go to the LCBO. Uh-huh. We went to, and there's still the, the plexi there. Yeah, well, we you know what, you know, there's two feet of plexi. So your first interaction with the guy, no plexi. 
then mm. we do a little bit of small talk plexi. And then at the end of our transaction, I move beyond the plexi. <laughs> and so it's like for two thirds of my time at the LCBO, there's no plexi. Right. Only only when I take out my dirty credit card right. um, do I have to stand, do I have to stand behind the, the plexi. We were at the grocery store on Friday afternoon. Yeah. And there still had plexi everywhere. Really, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you wear this weekend? Were you out in shorts and a tank top and stuff? Uh, not tank have you top, trimmed down? Shorts, have you trimmed down not. at all, like shoulders or anything like that? No, not yet. No, no. Yeah. Do What's you? that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'll I'll trim down my shoulders and make sure that's not all get to the hair. Yeah. I will. What's that? How do you get to the hair? You can't lift your hand to your shoulder, <laughs> bro. <laughs> if if that's the case, go see a doctor yeah, today, like, with a, with a razor on the end of it. Like that gives you an extra four inches. But then there's like a part of the back that you can't get to. What are you talking about? Huh? Like in between How the shoulders. Your shoulder go. <laughs> like more, I'm not a hairy, hairy guy. Like I have a little bit, like on the tops of my shoulders. Uh-huh. Mocha's hair. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Wow. But I can yeah. also reach but my he, shoulders. Yeah, exactly. With my hand. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and anybody listening right now, Maury just tried to like sort of reach up and touch his shoulder, <laughs> and like his hand couldn't even make contact. He's winded. Yeah, he's, he's done, for the, <laughs> done for the day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, I want to play this Kate McKinnon thing for you. Sure. So, Kate McKinnon, Ellen's wrapping up. When does she even finish? Soon, like, right? Yeah, like two weeks left. That's uh, the 26th, I think it is. Really, huh? Mm-hmm. Has she said who her last guest is going to be? Yeah, she announced a list. Yeah? Yeah. She has- I wonder if she's even shot her last show yet. She has. She has. They done. They're, yeah. they're, so, who's they're on last show, then? Uh, they probably, I mean, I'm sure that there's going to be secrets and, and everything else. Mm. Um, but uh, But Kate McKinnon on Ellen and Kate McKinnon, of course, like, I think... When did Kate McKinnon come out? It was like fairly recently. Like she was on SNL for a long time before officially coming out, right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know she came out. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She was, and it, she did it in like a really, on a, like a big stage was the first time she said it. I don't remember what it was like on an awards show or something like that. Uh, but uh, Kate McKinnon on Ellen talking about uh, the inspiration that Ellen was to her when she was a little kid. I wanted to actually, and by way of thank you, I wanted to read you a letter that I would have written to you when I was 13. (laughs) That I I would have. Dear Mrs. DeGeneres, (laughs) my name is Kate. I'm from Long Island. It's come to my attention that I am gay as hell. (laughs) No one else is gay for 200,000 miles. So it's nice to know that you exist. I bet if I ever met you, I would act so weird. So I hope I never do. (laughs) Thank you for being so funny and such an inspiration and making me feel less alone. P.S. My iguana isn't eating. What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love Kate McKinnon so much. She's so funny. So what happened, like... At this point, did Ellen have like tears in her eyes yeah. or anything like she that? She got up and gave her a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would have been your Ellen, Maury? Like, if you if you were to write a letter, thirteen uh, year old Maury to write a letter, did you know you were gay at thirteen? Oh, I absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. I came out okay. screaming. I was. Gay. Who uh, Who would have been your Ellen at thirteen to write a letter to? Oh my gosh! Way back then. Yeah. Do you know? Okay. So I probably would have written, but I the mannequin on today's special. I would have written in. Do you remember Jeff? Jeff. <laughs> but was Jeff even out, or did you no, just think he was I gay? He was. I thought the mannequin on today's special was gay, and I just was really moved by the mannequin. <laughs> Jeff. Okay. 
Okay, when your biggest inspiration. Because there was no other really big. But gay was that so? This is what I'm wondering. Like when you were 13. <laughs> first of all, Mocha knew the name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he came alive. First of all, <laughs> your life's inspiration is a mannequin. Okay. Uh, but there was nobody out that was gay that you would have like saw inspiration in. Not when I was 13. Really? No. What? No. Come on. Who would? Who was gay at 13? I was anybody. What year was that? Uh, okay, so 78 oh, to 80, 80 is 10. So, like, that's the mannequin. <laughs> you can't, he's not wearing that. <laughs> there was nobody gay on anywhere that you found inspiration in 1990? No, really? No, that's wild to me. Okay, so Jeff the mannequin <laughs> for today's special, right? So, he was an inspiration. Why? Uh, I just thought that he was like super good looking. Like, he was super cute, and everyone like just all loved that plaid. Him. Okay, <laughs> that he okay, wait. I loved hey. Jeff the mannequin. Oh, okay, shoot. I, I know Shem's wearing a plaid, plaid. Shem's okay. wearing a super plaid shirt. Okay, hold on. So the, the so the question was so this is what this or is. Or also is, the okay. guy that, that wore dresses on Mash. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What was his name? Klinger, something like that. <laughs> Okay, so Maury, so the question was, who was your sort of like gay inspiration at 13? And in a roundabout way, what we found out was you were in love with Jeff the Mannequin. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Great. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Question for the room. Uh, What would you say, because they did a poll and they asked people. What would you say is the maximum distance you would be, you would consider walking distance? So if somebody says, hey, how far is that? And they say it's walking distance mm-hmm. in your head. Give me it. Give it to me in time, not in, in actual distance. I was going to say in blocks. No, give it to me in time. So when somebody says, when you go, hey, how far is that? And they go walking distance in your head. What is the maximum amount of time you are willing to walk before you would consider something to be walking distance? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Oh. Uh, Deepa? Uh, like 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Damn it, Maury? No. I was going to say yeah. 10. 10 minutes? No, Shem? I'm going to definitely say 20 minutes. 20, 20 minutes? Yeah. Nah, man. Uber. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, so anything over a 20-minute walk, Mocha, that's an Uber. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but now, will you walk the 20 and then Uber the, the rest, or you're just Ubering no, the whole way? I'm going to Uber the whole way. You're going to Uber the whole way. Okay. So, uh, wow. This is real crazy. What uh, about you? What about you? You didn't uh, give an answer. I would say, like, 25 minutes kind of thing. 25 I've walked a lot. Distance? Yeah, I've walked yeah. a lot. No, no, right? okay. I've walked a lot, too. Yeah. Right? Love it. Enjoy it. Sure. No yeah. problem. Okay. But if you're telling me, like, something is walking distance right i'm thinking it's gonna take me 15 minutes to get there okay after that 15 minute mark i'm like yo that person lied to me okay 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 so uh according <laughs> to the bagel uh, place three blocks from my place i won't walk to oh jesus bro Mark. you uber eats places across the street they're not from your on building uber, they're not on uber eats 27 percent of people the number one answer 27 percent of people said uh 30 minutes uh, right? Yes. 20 minutes job, came in second. Look at Deepa. Okay. Yourself on the back. Yeah. Also, yeah. The, also, also says the young one in the room, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the I'm most, the most energy. Come on, Shem. Come on, man. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, no, you're, you're not considered young, Shem. People would say, ah, you're still young. Oh, you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, ah, he's still sort of young. Whatever. Yeah, uh, 17% of people said 15 minutes was the max. Yeah. 5% of people are only willing to walk five minutes. Wow. 
and then and then the crazy bunch considered one hour as walking distance. That was four percent. An hour? An hour they considered no. to be walking no. distance. No, 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 no. 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 What's the longest? Give it to me in like something that uh, a reference people would know as far as this city. Like, what's the uh, what's the longest you've walked? Uh, I've walked from Finch Subway Station down to Eaton Center before. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Which is Are a you mad? Subway line. Yeah. yeah. That. How long did that take? Oh, That's wow. a long that time. About hours. two hours. Yeah, about, about two, two hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. I used to routinely walk huh. from Bathurst and Eglinton to King and Young. Bathurst and Eglinton? Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Yeah, no I used way. to do. I used to do. I used to do King and Young to to uh, Young and Egg all the time. How long is Excuse that? Excuse me. Oh yeah, long time. Oh, that's similar to me. Long yeah, time. that's a long, 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 long time. Long time because when you when you only have five dollars in your pocket, oh, right? you gotta when do you, it. When you get to where you're going, five dollars will get you a beer. But if you take the subway, you only got three left. Oh, <laughs> hashtag that. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag priorities. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Rachel, are you there? I am. Hi, it's Roz Amoka. Uh, Roz, Rachel is your soulmate. Oh, yeah? The other day on the show, you made it's a comment nice to of... soulmate. You uh, don't like being alone, but mm-hmm. you like being left alone. Yes, because there's a difference. And Rachel thought that she was the only person in the universe that felt the exact same way until she heard those words come out of your mouth. <laughs> It's true. Okay, so I, uh, so explain explain how how uh, how you feel about that then, Rachel. Honestly, I think it just comes down to I don't like to be bugged for things. Like when I don't need to be, if I'm doing something, I want to be left alone. But I don't want to be alone. If something bad happens, I want someone there to help me. You know, right? Yes. So for me, I used to like when I used to take public transit a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. I was always far more comfortable on a crowded bus saying nothing to anyone than I was sitting alone on an empty bus. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just, I, I need to be left alone, but I don't like being alone. Like, like even now, Catherine and Roxy, when they go away, I am miserable. When I had to quarantine alone, when yeah. I had COVID, I was miserable. But anytime anybody was like, hey, do you need anything? I'm like, no, let's leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they're like, you are sick, and we're just trying to help. Yeah, and I'm like, stop fussing, right? I don't, I don't, but I don't. Also, come here and visit. But I don't need you to. But don't talk to me. But don't talk to me. <laughs> but don't talk to me, right? Like, like I want to be somebody's like best friend, but I want to say nothing to them, yeah. right? Like I, I just, I like I, I sort of enjoy. I used to really enjoy going to bars alone, right? Like, uh-huh. whatever you go to a bar, there's a hockey game on. Like, I have no problem doing things i enjoy my own company right yeah um but if i'm there alone i like that there's people around right so i don't feel like i am alone but i also it's not an invitation for you to approach if you see me solo at the bar drinking a beer right watching the game yes keep 
your distance. Thank you. But also, please stay inside the bar. I am. Not, if you sit down beside me, uh-huh. I am not going to ask you why you're in town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the wrong guy for that. Although I do like small talk, I will make small talk with a bartender. I love small talk with a bartender. I have had some great conversations yeah. based on small talk with a bartender because it's small spurts, right? Sure. Hey, how you doing? You start a conversation. That one conversation, which really is like a maybe a five, 10 minute conversation stretches out over an hour because they're busy. Sure. Right? They got other, I, other customers to tend to. They come, they, they entertain you. Then they leave you alone. Right. That's what I like. Those are relationships that, uh, that, that I like, but no, I do not like being alone, but I, if you could please leave me alone. So Rachel, what is, what's your life like? Are you in a relationship? Do you have kids? Uh, yes to both. Okay. I, uh, I have one little guy and uh, a significant other. And when I'm home alone, cause I work from home, yeah. I feel weird. Like I don't know what to do with myself cause I'm usually so busy, mm. but then when they're home, I'm like, leave me alone, please. <laughs> <laughs> you just like knowing that they're, they're, they're in the house, right? Yeah, I like to know they're with me and they're safe. Yeah, I get it. It makes it That's does. It makes per, it makes perfect sense to me what you're saying right now. Like I really, I really, I 100 percent agree with you. Um, I really do. Had you met prior to hearing Roz say those words on the radio, Rachel? Had you met anyone else in your life that kind of feels the same way, or is this like the first connection you felt? that you've really, really made? Uh, first one, I would say. Everyone else wow. kind of looks at me like I'm crazy. Okay, so I wrote, I wrote this book, right? Mm-hmm. So I spent almost two years writing this book. And for a lot of it, I was like alone. Like mm-hmm. I was alone in my own head. I was alone like in rooms. I was alone with my thoughts. I spent so much time alone. And it was very, very lonely, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was very lonely. Uh, and so... I quite enjoyed moments of that because Catherine and Roxy would be in the house. I would be off somewhere doing doing this. Right? But you knew that they were in the house. So they left me alone, which I which I really appreciated. Right. But I wasn't alone. And now what I'm I'm starting to think is like the longer that I have these conversations and now I'm dealing with, you know, who my publicist is and the publisher and all of this stuff. I'm like, now I'm going to have to talk about this thing with people. Yeah. Right. Like Big a time. lot, like a lot. And I'm like, oh, just leave <laughs> me alone. <laughs> right? Just buy my damn book. Leave me alone. Get the link at rosweston.com. Yeah. Please pre-order right now. By the way, uh, I don't know if you know, Rachel, but Roz wrote a memoir. It's coming out on September 27th, and it's called A Little Bit Broken. I can't wait. Nice. Uh, But, yeah, so I I hear you very, very loud and clear. Uh, You and I are the same. Well, Props to you, then. I'm glad that we found each other. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel about to leave her whole family now. <laughs> Love you lots, Rachel. Thank you so much for listening. I don't even need to ask because I know what the answer is, but let's just go on record because it counts. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I got to say Roz. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> don't apologize. You're allowed to have a favorite. <laughs> I know, but I feel bad picking a human favorite and telling others. Wow. <laughs> So shame. Wow. That's great. <laughs> Love okay, you, Rachel. Cool. Love you guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is My question is Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. So 
What's going on, Shelby? What are you reaching out to Roz and Mocha for? So I need the help of Roz the Cat Whisperer. I have a serious cat situation. Oof, yeah, you wrote this. Roz and Mocha fixed my life. I recently had to take in a three-year-old cat from an unexpected situation, but he isn't getting along with our other cats, and my parents don't want me to keep him. So no. what, what was the situation? Tell us about this little guy. Okay, so I clean houses uh, for work, and I went to work last week, and it just so happened that that someone wasn't able to keep their cat. He's three. He's really nice. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I can't let him go back to a shelter or anywhere else, so I'll take him because we have cats, and I have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I brought brought him home, and he just does not like other cats. He hisses. He won't let them get close to food or water or anything. It's kind of been getting better, but now the other cats don't like him in the house. How many other cats do you have in the house? We have two. How did you introduce them to each other? Um, So we had him in a cage. The other owners had gotten him everything. Um, We had him in a room in the cage and let the other cats kind of come to the door so they could smell that he was here. We let him out and like he roamed around and he was kind of getting comfortable and then we let the door open a couple of days later, and it was just chaos. You need It's a real slow process, especially when you're dealing with an older cat. We just introduced a new kitten, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. she's already running the house. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Like, Birdie is now the queen, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. Already? Oh, oh, already. After yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks? Yeah, 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 already. Damn. Well, no, so I shouldn't say that. Like, Pickles is the old, old, old cat. She's yeah. like the empress, uh-huh. right? She oversees everything. Nobody bothers Pickles. Nobody goes near Pickles. Uh, But Birdie's the baby, and she's now running the show, right? Full stop running the show. Really? But when you introduce a new cat, especially sort of like an an older cat, you're not bringing a baby in. um, It's a real long process, um, and I've gone through this before. Uh, where you there's things you can do like you have to keep them separated but you like putting one cat in a cage and letting the other ones in the room to sort of like walk around the cage and stalk it kind of thing is a bad idea because that cat in the cage is not going to feel safe at all right um but like you need to introduce them like what i've seen people do is they've set up almost like a makeshift almost like screen door kind of thing or like baby gate that a cat can't get over and what you do is you can feed the cats on either side. Mm. So the new cat has his bowl on his side and, the, and another cat has their bowl on the other side. So they can't get at each other's food, but they learn to eat together. So you start feeding them at the same time, right? And so they get comfortable being able to eat around those other cats and not feel like they're going to get ravaged. And it's the same thing with like brushing, like the smell matters a lot. So like brush your, your one cat with the brush, you know, heavily and take that brush and don't clean it out and go and brush the new cat with it, right? Mm. And like get those smells everywhere so they get used to what the other cat smells like from being on on their self. And it's a slow process. It's like you let them out like in a hallway first and then you let them out in like the hallway and part of the living room and, you know, only for like 10 minutes a day and then 15 minutes a day. Like it's a slow process to get cats used to each other. Hey, Shelby, this new cat that you brought home, was that was that cat like the only cat in the other home? Or were there other yeah, cats he, as well? No, he was the only cat, and he seemed really great mm. there in that environment. So do you but think, and I don't know if you would know, Roz, but do you think that maybe this new cat that came home with Shelby was just used to being the solo cat and had yeah. no idea what it was like living with other cats? And maybe that's why 
it's she's just, kind of freaking out. Yeah, uh, listen, cats they they will follow other cats. That's why it's called copycat, right? Like yeah. cats will just do what other cats do. But I think that is it a boy cat? He is, yeah. What about your other cats? Um, a boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. And is he the same sort of level of violence with both? Um, yeah, I would say so. Really, eh? Interesting. Uh, and does he hate the other cats or do the other cats hate him? It's kind of a little mutual right now. Right. Oh, damn. Okay, so you've yeah. you've started a turf war. <laughs> I think so. Is what you've done. <laughs> um, I, it, think, I think that's why my parents want him to go anywhere else. Aww. Right. I would say yeah. t- time is time is what it takes. Right. It takes time and you have to be there. Uh, you can't let them just sit there and fight it out because it's just it's you've literally started a turf war. Right. Like you sort of yeah. the process of introducing them and getting them used to each other. Just the one thing you should not do, especially with older cats, is don't think that getting them high and throwing a bunch of catnip in the middle of the floor is going to yeah. help at all because it doesn't at all. <laughs> have you tried that already? Not yet. Okay, don't. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I will just say this. It, it can be done. People have done it a million times, um, but it's a slow process. You can't just say, here you go, get used to each other, right? Like, you have to sort of be the adult in the room. And please and explain go, that to your parents go. as well. Yeah. Like, ask them to give you a little bit of time, right? Yeah, I think it was just because it was so easy with the first two that yeah. now it's a bigger struggle. And, yeah. Does that help a little bit, Shelby? It does, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Sorry about that. That's okay. We're oh. going to stick it out, and we're going to see how it goes. By yeah. the way, what are the cats' names? Um, the new one is Colton, um, and our other two are Callie and Joey. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. all the best to you guys. Thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you. All Have right. a good day. Bye-bye. Bye, love. You too. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Yes. Okay, I need to Uh-oh. know. Uh-oh. Damn it, Morian. Coming in Shem. hot. What oh, the wow. hell happened on This Is Us last night? Second oh, last episode. Yes. Because before you start, Dan yes. Warren. Oh, my God. Twitter, even right now, is still going bonkers with the hashtag This Is Us. And everybody is freaking out. Okay, so. Wait. Dan Warren. Oh, my God. Somebody said, the writing, it's impeccable. Jeez. The little details, it's too much. Yeah. Another person wrote, that was one of the greatest episodes of TV I've ever seen. Wow. Just perfectly written and told, heartbreakingly beautiful. Also, I'm an absolute wreck. Oh, my God. So I don't watch This Is Us. Roz, you gave up after, I think, partway through season two. And Shem and Dammit Mori are the only other two people in my life that I know watch this show religiously. Mm-hmm. Last night's episode, oh, my God. So I was told, so last night's episode really was... The finale and next week is sort of like a look back kind of thing. Well, that's what Mandy Moore had said. She said that the second to last episode was the crusher and then the final episode is the hug, right? So how much can I say? Can I just say? Well, no, uh, no I mean, I can well, explain so what happened. Well, no, she went, I mean, they, they promoted the show as the fact that she, the, the mom was dying, right? Like we've all known that. But how they did last night's episode was brilliant. So it's, she, it starts off with her on an old fashioned train. Right. And then you learn that the train is... Is this a spoiler? No, no but I need ahead. a minute. Okay, go ahead. Jeez. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Shem, hold my hand. No. Um, That's COVID. COVID, man. Yeah, oh, COVID. Damn COVID. Yeah. Okay, Shem. No, no, no. no. Maury. Yeah, yeah. Come on. So you're on a, an old-fashioned train, and then you learn that it's really a look back at your life and all of the people who were in your life and who have passed. And you see them, and she reconnects with the the doctor that gave birth to her children, and he gives some secrets. You see Randall's father is back, so all these people, they look fabulous, they look young again, and they're on the train. And at the very end is the caboose. 
which is the end of the train, and there's a bed in there. Mm-hmm. And the dad says, "It's because she goes, this is sad. And he says, only things that are sad, uh, things that are sad because, she, oh, do you remember the saying, Shem? No. <laughs> You're letting wow. me drown, man. No, oh, I'm here, man. Keep swimming, okay, Mark. So, Keep swimming. Okay. Okay. So, we're here for you. so what happened? So then, we're here for you. We're here for you. Keep so going. the saying was go back brilliant, to the caboose. Go back to the caboose. I'm in the caboose. He's in the caboose. Okay. Is at the end, Who's right? in the caboose? At the moment, nobody until she walks in. Okay. So Manny Moore? Yes. By herself. By herself. In and the caboose. It, when she's ready, yeah. the dad says, you, can, you, just, you earned a rest. That's what the doctor said. You earned a rest. And so she then goes and lies down in the bed, looks to her left, and her husband is there, and she can then go to sleep. And that's the, the end. Spoiler alert. Jeez. I got to say, it was very much like season one in a lot of ways. Um, I'm not going to get emotional because I actually didn't cry during the episode. You have no soul. Um, but it was very much like season one. It was uh-huh. beautiful. It was beautifully done. Oh, and so in do the you train, guys... there's little things on the shelves that look that are from their past. Like yeah. there's an old TV where mm-hmm. they the Steelers game, and there's like cans of soup. Details. Details. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. So TVs and soup. So <laughs> what else is on the train? Who did you? Oh, watch? and then there's oh my god, and they're sitting at. She looks and there's a table and it's Randall, all the different Randalls. Randalls, yeah. And then there's all the different Kevins. Mm-hmm. That's when my husband lost it. But then he fell back to my my husband slept through most of it. Just like your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> who's on your train, Maury? Who's on who's on your train, Maury? Who's who's on who's on your Maury First, would walk honestly, honestly, Maury would walk down his train, right? Yeah. All the people that he's met in his life, everybody that he's communicated with, and he'd be like, Oh no, please don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Marby My like, train would to, be a nightmare Marby not a dream. Maury would try to open windows. <laughs> yeah. Can I die again, please? Yeah, he, would. He, would please? Make, he wouldn't make it to the caboose. I, I don't like I, I don't like this down. I would like to die again, okay? I don't even want to know who's in the caboose. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So you know me, huge fan of The Office. Yes, sir. And um, out of everyone on the cast, I mean, Steve Carell, biggest star, right? Yeah. He was the, the breakout star of that show that went on to do other things greater, right? Right. Um, you obviously have like Dwight who did a couple of things, Rain Wilson, mm-hmm. right? Ed Helms went on to have a great career. Yeah, really did. And then Kevin from the office went on to have popular podcast, mm-hmm. but not as popular as Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, mm-hmm. AKA Pam and Angela when they launched the office ladies podcast three years ago. John Krasinski's probably the second oh, most John, f- famous, that's right? right? Jim, yeah. Jim, Jim from The Office, of course. Yeah. Uh, great actor, great director. So I guess because of the popularity of The Office ladies, because mm-hmm. they're always making news with their behind-the-scenes input on the series, yeah. they've come out with a new book now. It's called The Office BFFs, Tales of the Office from Two Best Friends Who Were There, right? So a lot of pictures, even more stories, basically their podcast, but in book form, sure, right? Yeah. So they are out promoting the book and they were talking to Seth Meyers the other night. And the question was when they knew the show was a hit with the audience. Gotcha. And listen to this. We were almost canceled every week yeah. Yeah. for 
almost yeah. the first two seasons. Yeah. But I remember, what do the you The Christmas think? episode. Of, that, uh, yes, yes. Of season two. Mm-hmm. But that was because they put it on the iPods. Remember iPods? Oh, you yeah. download it onto yeah. your iPod. Yeah. And we were the number one downloaded show. Yeah. So they people were not actually watching us live on television. Yeah. They were watching they, it on the iPod. <laughs> and then and I, we were like, well, we might have a job. For a while, yeah. and I went out and I bought a Honda. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's when we knew when yeah. we saw Angela in the Honda. We're like, yeah. that show's working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so when they sound so Midwest, oh, the two big of them. Time. Yeah. The, where's Jenna Fisher from? She's from like where's she from? Like uh, oh, Missouri or something like that? I bet. Right. Where does she grow up? That I don't know. Fun fact: Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Pam. Indiana. Yeah. She's Indiana. From Indiana. In real life, yeah. her father worked at like a paper company. No. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Come on. You know, my mom used to work at a paper company, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. And I don't know, like, like Angela stuff. Oh, accounting? <laughs> yeah. Like something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I used to go there all the time and hang out in the warehouse. No, you did Where they didn't. had big, giant rolls of paper and stuff. Yeah. So, like, the office was, like, legit. Yeah. 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 So, like, for with, sure. with, with like, Daryl and the crew? You were yeah. Out. Like, I was, like, a little, little. And I used to take home rolls of paper from there to draw on. So, like, when I was a kid growing up, I never had sheets of paper that we drew on because my mom would bring home. It looked like a giant, like, imagine a, like, a paper towel roll. Right? Yeah. But only that's all one giant sheet of paper that so like they is have rolled at the around. Shop so every, ev- yeah, every picture that I drew when I was a kid, nothing is on a piece of paper that has four square corners because <laughs> no, everything was ripped. Oh, right? But you know what? <laughs> like the we would roll it out and rip it. The advantage you have, though, <laughs> is you could use as much or as little paper as yes. you wanted to. Drawing was no problem. Making paper airplanes was the problem. Oh, yeah. Yes. That'd be the worst. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let's go back real quick. Last night, the Canada's Got Talent live finale from Niagara Falls. I'm trying to hold. Janine Fournier. Let it stay this way. From Quebec. And let this moment end. You set off a dream in me. Getting louder now. Can you hear it? Uh, Janique is your CGT winner. No surprise, though, right? No. I mean, I know, I know it was tough, but jeez. And early on, like early, early on, she was a lot of people's favorite. She was my favorite. She would have got my golden buzzer ASAP. Yeah. And such a beautiful moment last night, too. I love that she still sounds like she's from Quebec when she sings. Yeah. She hasn't lost that yet. It's endearing. Uh, Janique, are you there? It's Razamoka. Oh, hold on. Oh, there we go. Janique, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Congra- Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay, so you've had you've had a night. You've had did you even sleep last night? I dream uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little, a little bit. And, uh, and and how was that? How was that waking up today as the winner of Canada's Got Talent? I don't realize, you know, 
<laughs> if you beside me, you have to pinch me because it's crazy. It's crazy. It's incredible. Now I watch the TV and I saw my son and me and TV. Whoa. It's incredible. Have you gone back and watched your performance or watched the uh, the entire episode yet? Oh, sorry, you know my English is not very good. Would you repeat your question? Have you gone back to watch last night's episode or did you see your performance yet after uh, after it aired on television? Yes, I see my performance yesterday. And how yes. how confident were you going in last night? It's crazy. It's crazy, and I think it's a. Oh, sorry, I, I'm not sure to understand very well your question. Yeah, no, no. How? how yeah, how? 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 Were you confident that you were going to win? Did you think you were going to win? No, no, never, never enough. <laughs> no, um, I just take minute by minute, and everybody around me said, "You win, you win, Janik, you win." No, no, no. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's it, and that's all. I, I just. Appreciate each minute, each moment, and that's it for me. Uh, we know Simon Cowell was there as part of hey. uh, the the big live finale. Did yeah. you have a moment after your win and after the cameras <clears throat> were off and we all finished yeah. watching on television? Did you get a chance to have a moment with Simon Cowell at all? Yes. Yeah. What was that <laughs> conversation like? What did he say? He say you amazing. You were beautiful human. Uh, your son is very beautiful. He speak with my son. He speak with me for five minutes. Wow. <laughs> five minutes. Yes, it's crazy. You know, I'm on the stage. I speak and like a think a think a drink a drink a wine with Simon. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Janine Fournier, crazy. the uh, CGT winner from last night on the Raza Mocha show. Um, once everything was over and you had a moment to yourself last night and you picked up your phone and you mm. looked at it for the first time since you put it down before the night started, how many missed calls and or how many <laughs> text messages did you get? Uh, um, um, 300. Wow. wow. Message on Facebook, Messenger, Twitter, wow. Instagram, uh, uh, phone call, texto. <laughs> I, I picked my phone and I said to my partner, bring it in a room and stay. I stay with my family, with my team, with my friends and drink a uh, champagne so what do you so what do you do now like are you are you gonna continue on with this like are you looking at putting out an album like what's what are you doing shows like what Uh, what happens now we receive a lot of demand a lot of uh, for a show for a cd for a producer for the just take time just take time to to do uh, to choose the better choose the better for me with my my two uh, my two manager and um, everybody in Canada's got talent to help me to continue to, to this adventure but uh, I take time I take time for of today course. more interview more interview <laughs> of course. Uh, Janine Fournier the CGT winner from last night um, thank you for making time for us on the Raza Mocha show we know how busy you are today and how busy your week is and we we appreciate you so much uh, we love you a lot, and if there's one Aww. thing you would like to say to all of your supporters across the country listening right now, what would you like to say? 
Thank you. Thank you so much for your vote. Thank you so much for your 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 accompany me to to at the adventure. Thank you for your message. Thank you. Thank you and God bless you. And thank you. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello, Roz and Mocha. Good morning, Mocha. How are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm good. I have a question for Roz about chicken wings. Ooh. Yeah, love. Go ahead. Okay, so my family recently has become obsessed with chicken wings. I have found an amazing recipe on how to make them. Yeah. My only problem is the brine. I find the brines that I've been using, that I've been researching, the next, well, even if I don't put salt in my recipe when I'm baking them, mm-hmm. the next, they are, they're so little salty when we're eating them, and the next day they are so salty you cannot even eat them. Okay. I need a good brine. Why are you brining why, why are you chicken, brining wings? chicken wings? I don't know, because I was told I was supposed to before I, so they say juicy, and I don't know. Who told you to, who told you to brine chicken wings? Uh, a couple people that I know that I've spoken to, and then when I was searching online for recipes, Everybody's saying to brine the chicken. You don't need. First. You don't need to, girl. You don't need to brine chicken. I have wings. never in my really? entire life heard of anyone brining, no, especially like a chicken wings. especially like a salt heavy brine. Uh, when you like, and, and so you brine them, and presumably you're washing them very well, right? Uh, well, see, that's the thing. The recipe says not to wash. them. No, before. girl. Ugh. If you brine anything, you got to wash that brine off. It's mm-hmm. too much salt. Okay. Also, don't brine chicken wings. It's yeah. completely okay. unnecessary. All so, right. so okay. So, talk us through your chicken wing. Uh, so, you brine them, and then what do you do? And then when I take them out, I like what's the word I'm looking for? I take like a paper towel and I dab them to get like I don't know. Yeah, you dry them off. Yeah, there you go. And then I just um, I rub them all down all in oil. I put my spices on them. And then I put them in my air fryer and I bake them. Yeah. So okay. Fry them. Yeah. No. Okay. So first so of all, you're brining it, first, and then you're adding spices on top of that. Of course, it's going to be salty as hell. You don't need to to brine chicken wings in like a salt bath. Um, and if you and if you do, you got to wash brine off. Like if you're brining a turkey or you're brining something else, right? Yeah. You have to you you have to wash that brine off of it, and then you really should leave it leave that whole thing uncovered in the fridge for like 24 hours to dry out. Okay. Right, like you shouldn't go straight from brine. It's too wet. It's too wet. Like that, that skin will never crisp up for you. Oh, they crisp. They crisp so nice in the air fryer. No, but it's but it's the salt that's crisping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, don't. You know, I don't think you need to. You don't need to brine chicken wings at all. All right. Just cook them properly. Cook them properly, and you're going to be okay. All right, cool. It's like, bri- it's like, it's like brining a hot dog. Yeah, so right? What's the point? Oh, <laughs> Why would you do that to your family? Listen, I am not, I, I hate cooking. Yeah. I eat it with a passion. But Sounds I like it. <laughs> it shows. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just being honest here. I, I hate it. It sounds like um, you hate so your family I, more than you hate cooking. <laughs> you trying no. to poison them to death? <laughs> no, but there are moments, you know, I can do without them, but there's still my family at the end of the day, sure, right? Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. No, oh, I, hold I, on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What was the yeah. last moment in your life <laughs> where your family did something what's where your, you're like, oh, man, I could I could totally be without them right now? What, what's your name on the phone again? What's your name? My name, oh, I don't know if I want to say my name now. No, my name's Noni. Noni, this is the moment Noni regrets calling in to want to talk about chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, what was so, the last what moment? What was the last moment? Um... 
I could have done without my son's attitude on Monday at school, if that helps. What I mean, happened? I wish I didn't have... Oh, I don't want to get into it. He just wasn't very nice to his friend or his teachers. <laughs> yeah. What about, what about your husband? My husband's been great so far. Okay, so, I, I, so I, I far. <laughs> so far. Hey, so uh, listen, thank you so much. Um, stop poisoning your family and uh, stop stop brining chicken wings, okay? I will. All right. Are you guys going to ask me who my favorite is? I was just going to say, Noni, between Roz and Mocha, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Hands down, Roz. Oh, yeah. Thank you, girl. You're welcome. Really Have a wonderful that. day. You too, guys. Thank you so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Hey, what's going on, buddy? My name is Daryl, man. I work from the city of Toronto. Up, and I was listening to you guys, listening to you guys every single morning. Oh, just want to say you guys are both great. I love it. Love the jokes. Love everything, man. Uh, I just want to take a quick, quick little mention on this lady here, which she was talking about chicken wings. Mm. Wow. What, what a loony bin. Who does that shit, man? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get alive, buddy. Who does that shit, bro? Woo! I'm a master barbecue. I master smoking meat. Seasoning for me is key. And the people who don't wash their meat, I think that's absolutely disgusting. No, 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 no. I was asking her if she washed the brine off. I'm not asking oh, yeah, her no, if she... Oh, no, 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 that too. I'm not 100%, asking... 100% you got to wash the brine off. Bro, I don't wash... I, I, don't, I don't wash meat before I cook it. Why not? Why? Why would I? I think you're supposed to. You think you're supposed to. I don't think that has never been what? said like officially because I, when you're cooking, you're cooking at such a high temperature. Bro, yeah. That, it depends what you're doing, man. I think just like no. with all the chemicals and everything and all the, you, the hormones chemical, and food, the, I think bro, that uh, bro, but you're not washing the hormones off. <laughs> the hor- the hormones are the hormones are in the meat, man. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's true. Like I, re- I, re- I've, I've seen people before. Like they cook a chicken and they put that chicken in the sink and they put the tap on full blast, oh, yeah. the, and then the the water is like spraying everywhere. Right. Right. That, 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 that part's disgusting. I put because all that bacteria is going all over the counter on the yes. floor on your clothes. Yes. No, no. no, no. Don't wash your don't wash your chicken. Just cook it. Be careful yeah. with it. Dry it out. Cook it. And you're going to be good. Wash it with a little vinegar or a lime or something just to, you know, cut whatever bacteria is on there. That's the only reason I wash it. <laughs> I like my meat full of steroids. <laughs> just, just like I like, I like just, just like I like my, just like how I like my women. <laughs> Damn, son. Oh, you guys are great, man. Do what you guys do, man. And keep rocking, boys. You got it, Thank brother. you so much for listening. Right. You have a great day. You too, bye. Right, right the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Brianna. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. What's going on in your life? Why are you reaching out? Um, I feel like I am competing with my boyfriend's daughter for his attention. Mm, you okay. notice this, uh, Razamoka fixed my life, so I've been with my boyfriend for two years now, and we live together. He has a seven-year-old daughter who he shares 50-50 custody with the mother. I'm having a bit of a hard time being in a relationship where I almost never come first. I totally understand that his child is the priority, and I respect that, but we've gotten into arguments a few times over him refusing to give up a weekend once in a blue moon to do something I'd like to do without a child. Uh, how do I deal with this? And am I being too needy and unrealistic? Hmm. What is your relationship like with your boyfriend's daughter? Her and I get along so well. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that she wanted me to move in and she loves having me there. Like, her and I get along very well. But? Well, there's no 
but I even get along with, with her mother. It's just sometimes, because I don't have a child, so sometimes it's hard for me to, um, like, it's a, it was a huge undertaking for me to now be around a kid majority of my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this is this a relationship forever for you? I, I would like it to be. I think it is. Okay, yeah. then guess what? You have a child. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you just said you didn't. Well, I know that I do, but I even if we if he and I had our own kid, I feel like we'd also have to still make time for but ourselves. You, but but you but you you I know. But if you're looking like this type of relationship, right? It takes years, not months. It takes years, and I think that you may still be looking at it like I love her, she loves me, I get along with the stepmom, but not my kid, mm-hmm. right? And that will eventually it's going to all change because it has to change because there's no way that you can expect him to fully commit to you. If you sort of still have that attitude and, and yes, I agree with you, you know, even parents with biological kids need a night away or a weekend away. But when you're doing 50, 50 custody split, you have 50% of the time where you guys can do all that. Right. Yeah. Cause my, my question is the other 50% when the child is with the mom, what are you and your boyfriend doing at that point? Like, what are you doing with the time that you have then? Well, he and I both work 24-hour shifts. So our schedule, like, he doesn't have a regular schedule. He does have 50-50 custody, but it's not, like, weeks at a time. It's, it's kind of all over the place because of our work schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So half of that 50%, we're at work, and half that time we do have just him and I. But right. none of it, it's only ever during the week. Uh, you have to understand that, you know, I, for, like, I get it. Everybody needs a break, right? But you, it's not that you need a break from the kid because you guys are only seeing the kid 50% of the time. And the, the rest of the time, you guys are working your asses off. If something needs to be fixed or altered or adjusted, I would say that it's that part of your life, not the part of your life when the kid is in it. The kid, right. the kid is not the reason that you guys don't have time. It's your own personal schedules and choices are the reason that you don't have time. Yeah, I guess that's a fair way to look at it, yeah. Right? Don't blame the kid. It's not It's not about not having doing something with a, the kid around. It's that you guys have gotten into yourselves and into a position of where you're working opposite schedules. And I'm not saying that, that, that listen, this happens all the time. It's you got to do what you got to do to survive. But I don't think that this is you fighting for the attention from a kid. I think it's you fighting for, a, for attention from his job. Well, we we work the same, like we work the exact same days. Then, then you're both fighting for attention mm-hmm. from each other's jobs. Yeah, it's not it's not yeah. a, it's not about you fighting for uh, attention from a seven year old. It's that you guys both live these lives that make it very difficult to have any kind of relationship with each other, let alone a kid. Yeah, that's true. Like it sounds to me, at least, it sounds like regardless, even if you didn't have a child, you would still have the same problem. You would just have a limited time on the weekends. Yeah, we do. We only do have two weekends off a month. Yeah, and and that that's the problem. It's not the kid. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the problem. And I think that you have to understand. And he may not articulate it, but you know, if he's a great dad, you have to 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 be a little bit aware of the actual just amount of fear and guilt that he must be going through every single day when he can't set out a hard schedule of when that kid's going to see him. And I'm sure that there are times where work gets in the way and he can't do certain things. And that's awful. That is a terrible place to be when you're a parent is when you feel like 
you're working your ass off to achieve something so your kid can have all these great things. And then in the back of your head is, yeah, but in my doing that, is my kid going to wake up one day years from now and think that they got ripped off because I was never around? Right. But it plays I also out think the other, the other part of this too, Brianna, is like if you and your boyfriend ended up having a child that belonged to both of you, not saying that this other child doesn't belong to you, but you know, you know what I mean? Like the, you birthed yeah. a child, you would still have this exact same problem where you're working these crazy schedules. And then on the weekends or whenever you still have this child to, to look after, like you would be in the exact same situation. And then yeah, what would you do? He does tell me that I don't understand what it's like, and he's right. I, I don't understand, so it's hard for me to relate sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean... I think you have to stop separating the relationship, though, and just treat it as what it is right now. You're two years in this relationship, and you have a family. Right. But you're looking at it as he has a daughter, you have a boyfriend, and those two things are separate. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty well said. Yeah, I didn't realize that that's what I'm doing, but you're right. Yeah, of course it, of course it is. But but I think that your your problem is your problem is with time, <laughs> not with attention and or or with attention of the of the seven year old. I think that you guys need to figure out how to see more of each other when it comes to work. Um, because I think right now you're just, you're, you're, you're fighting for air. And when you guys do have a minute, that kid is there. Of course that kid is there is because he hasn't seen anybody. So of course he wants to see his kid, but it's because you guys are working the schedules that you're working and you're living the lives that you're, that you're living without the kid being there. That's the problem. That's what you're fighting right. attention for. It's not the kid. Yeah. 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 That is true. Cause when we come off work in the mornings, we're just both tired and yes. we don't really want to mm-hmm. do anything that that's where you need that's the conversation you guys have to have. does that give you a little bit of clarity yeah for sure okay yeah. good well thanks so much for reaching out brianna thank you so much right on, on, girl you, you take girl. care all the best bras and mochas fix my life on kiss Hey, Shem, you've worn plaid twice this week now, I've noticed. Yeah, I've actually got three different plaid shirts. I've got a, a darker green, which I wore earlier in the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now a bit of a lighter green with a hint of blue, and I also have a pink plaid shirt. Now, is plaid new for you or no? Um, To the to the Shem wardrobe, yeah, I would say it's new. Yeah, and how do you yeah. feel about um, it? You know what? Um, It feels like it gives me a bit of a more mature look. You think so? Yeah. Interesting. I typically come in here with, you know, a T-shirt or yeah, yeah, just yeah. a big oversized hoodie, which is fine, but... Yeah. I'm management now, so right. true you know, that. Go and now ahead. you're you because it's a button down. It's just like a button shirt, right? Collar, pockets, everything else. Now you're yeah. you wear t-shirts under your button shirts sometimes. Yeah, today I did. Yeah, yeah. Is that because you sweat or uh, sometimes? Yes. Yeah. Uh, today I just thought it worked better with the look. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a big chest. You know, I right. feel like you got a little bit lumberjack, little bit priest. You know, amen. right? You like that little bit of collar <laughs> popping out the top, right? Hey, amen, brother. Yes. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Good though. Thank you. Yeah. Looking good. Yeah. Nice. You got a whole bunch of meetings today or what? Uh, tons of meetings, man. Oh, that's why. That's why you have. Yeah. Pause for one second. Say, now say something nice about what Maury's wearing. You listen, Maury, your chest is looking great. <laughs> that little, why little, you say it like that? That one button <laughs> on the top. I like it. Oh, I've worn this shirt a billion times. I, yeah. Can I say this? Listen, listen, man, if somebody's saying that something nice about your outfit, Maury, don't be like, oh, like this old thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, Trust me, it does look like an old thing. Yeah. Though. We, we, we crack on Maury a little oh. bit for his, for his wardrobe, but yeah. I sit with Maury every single day. You do. M- Maury's got some, like, like, girth to him, and I don't mean that in, like, a 
chunky kind of way. He looks. He's got, <laughs> he's got some size more in space. Him. Please explain. No, he's got okay. some. He's so, got some girth. And yesterday, like, I was you know? I was talking to our boss, mm-hmm. and he said to me, he goes, I I saw on your Instagram that you, some stuff, and you look thinner. So I then made the mistake of telling my husband Matthew, hey, the boss said I look thinner. Right. And my husband said he just feels he has to say that to you because you've gained weight. Damn. Oh, oh, damn. You got no. There's no safe space at home, eh, more? No, there is Shoot. in the bathroom with the door closed. Jeez, <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That is, a, that is a hard room to walk into after a rough day. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh. Like, to me, like, going home at the end of the day is supposed to be the place where you feel like you're most secure, uh, at your best. You walk in and it's just like landmines, huh? <laughs> Watch your use. Like, I would go, if I, like, do you go literally right from the front door into the bathroom and lock the door and just sit in there for a while before I you, actually do. You do. Like, I keep, like, I take my jacket and shoes off in the bathroom. <laughs> you don't what? even disrupt. <laughs> you got a coat rack in there? <laughs> In a boot tray? <laughs> right next to the tub. <laughs> that is so wild. Well, no, you guys, you both look uh, you both look great today. I wish I could wear my plaid. I can't fit into it right now. Why? Too thin? No, it shrunk in the wash. <laughs> I'm joking. Right. Oh, it shrunk in the wash. Yeah, Matthew put it in the dryer, man. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, that's the worst. I like when my show my, my clothes shrink though. A little Do you? bit. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Why not? I don't mind a tight t shirt, you know. I mean, most of my T-shirts are baggy, yeah. but I really don't mind a tight T-shirt. Like how tight? Um, like where you could see my belly button imprint. A belly top? Oh, no, belly no, button not a, imprint. Shut up! What Sorry. do you think I am? What the hell's going on with you? <laughs> Yo, you think I'm out here wearing half shirts? <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Spider-Man director John Watts is bringing a new coming-of-age series to the Star Wars universe over mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. Wow. Uh, still mostly under wraps, the series is codenamed as it is right now, Grammar Rodeo, which is the reference to the Simpsons episode uh, where Bart and his schoolmates steal a car and run away for a week. Um, it was described to Vanity Fair as in the same tone as all those old Amblin coming of age um, adventure movies of the 80s. So like E.T., Gremlins, The Goonies. They said that this will take place right after Return of the Jedi. So sort oh. of in the same universe as The Mandalorian. Okay. Basically, Star Wars wants their Stranger Things. Yes. Right? So it's what? It's going to be like with a bunch of kids? Bunch of kids. Yeah. Okay. Star Wars wants Stranger Things is what they want to do. And the folklore of they Jedi. Take a young, like they want to take a young cast and grow them up over a couple of episodes and basically do Stranger Things in the Star Wars universe, I'm which to me it. is great. They also uh, talked a lot about Andor. And Andor is the story. Is the, Yeah. So it's the story of um, Cassie and Andor, who was Diego Luna's character in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. So, great character. Yeah. So he, this is his origin origin story oh is a brand new show that's going to debut late summer this year oh wow yeah okay so I'm we got a lot it. lot of star wars stuff and then you were telling me i have not seen or heard this yet but you were saying they dropped some uh some of the trailer for she hulk with tatiana oh, Maslany. oh yeah so that is on disney plus august 17th and in the trailer it's tatiana Maslany, of course yeah. as she hulk and mark ruffalo like oh as hulk hulk, hulk. Oh, yeah, nice. but not at, like as Professor Hulk. So he's hulked up throughout the entire trailer. Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you?
Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. <laughs> and she hulks up. Dude, there's, if you get a chance, watch the trailer yeah. for She-Hulk. There's a great scene at the very end of the trailer where yeah. she's uh, on, twi- on Tinder, right? Yeah. Trying to get on onto dates and stuff like that. And she eventually uh, matches with someone. And they're in her apartment, and she's all hulked up. So she's like, "Oh, really? Huh? Three times the size of this guy." Yeah. And things are getting hot and heavy, and she literally picks him up and cradles him like a baby and walks him <laughs> to the bedroom. <laughs> hey, so so uh, when she's when she's hulked up, is yeah. she like Hulk Hulk, or is she like the girl version of Hulk? Like, is she more of like a female bodybuilder no, would look she, like, or is yes. she Hulk Hulk? No, she's still a female bodybuilder. Got you, got you, got you. She's still got the facial. Like, she. What do they do like about Tatiana. her shirt? Does she keep a shirt on? There's some scenes where she's bigger and like the shirt matches. Like I guess you just fits. get like like a. But then there I'm are sure Lululemon scenes. would take care of her if there was a oh, shirt. They would design something custom that stretched with the body. You know what I mean? Modesty, some, right? I know you're like the Hulk, of, but there's still modesty. No, there's a couple of scenes where she like really, really hulks up. Yeah. And like them heels just disintegrate. No, okay, that's yeah. awesome. I'm looking forward to but that. that. I is, can still uh, fit into Hulk. a small, so she, so can she. No. Please. Yeah. Right. Please, what size that shirt that you're wearing right now? The one that's screaming. Medium. Yeah. Look at Maury's so. Defeated to have to say he wears a medium. That is the wildest <laughs> thing ever, man. I don't know what happened to you where you're like, you whisper medium. Medium. Yeah. And that shirt is so tight, too. Medium. See? I'm an XL. Really? Yes. Everything, everything I buy is XL. Everything I buy is XL. What'd you say, Diva? I said, no way. Yeah. There's no way. What do you I guess because you're tall. Well, and also, I'm kind of, you know, I, I take care of myself. <laughs> Little yeah. tick like me. Yeah. No, 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 Oh, hey, I watched the uh, the She-Hulk trailer yesterday. And? Can you play that again for people in case in case anybody missed it? Tatiana so, Maslany. Yeah, and uh, and Mark Ruffalo's like all throughout it. And I guess they're cousins. And She-Hulk is a, uh, a lawyer. The actual show is called She-Hulk uh, Lawyer at Large, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you? I'm Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Uh, Okay. So here's my problem with it. I knew. Oh, my God. I wish I bet on this. Yeah. I knew you were going to say, here's my problem with it. Yes. Okay. Love Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. Love Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Love the idea of She-Hulk. 
Okay. I love the idea that She-Hulk is a lawyer and goes to work every day as Hulk. Like she's hulked out in the office. Correct. Right? It's awesome. I love that sort of world where the Hulks have harnessed it and they can go about their lives as Hulks. They, they can control. They can control. Yes. Right? That's I love that sort of spin on Hulk because the other thing gets it was amazing whipping mm-hmm. Loki around and just being unhinged. Yes. That was fun for a while, but you can't sustain that and build a character around okay. that. So you have to allow Hulks to, to harness. But? But I think that they were cowards when creating the Tatiana Maslany Hulk. What do you mean? Because I think that they thought maybe people might not be interested if they actually made her beefy. I don't think Tatiana Maslany as the Hulk, she's tall, right? She's yes. tall. But her body, there are oh, women there has. are women in this world who are bigger, natural women in this world. Mm-hmm. Steroids. Natural women in this world who are actually bigger than the She-Hulk version of the Hulk. Right. Right? So you she's want not, like bodybuilder. Hulk. She's not big enough. Sorry. Body no. female bodybuilder. No, Hulk. I want beefy Hulk. Okay. Beefy. We can handle it. Yeah. Right? And I think that they, for some weird reason, I didn't reason, even notice that. To be honest, thought with you. that there still needed she still needed to maybe look like a lady. I don't know what they were thinking, because like I don't know. But I I'm, I was a little disappointed really? that they didn't go full Hulk with her. Really? Yeah. Very oh, very I didn't much even so. Notice. Very much so. Yeah. I I was uh, I was they uh, are planning on it for they they don't want to do no she's full Hulk in this too much of a reveal no maybe she's she full Hulk a little bit more she's full Hulk in this you see it you see it fully and mm. I, I was just a bit disappointed I wanted mm. I wanted her to be a little bit more hulkish, uh, hulkish mm. right she's just she's tall and green yeah. she's fit like she's in the comic a, books yeah she is the way they draw her is yeah. like a monstrous Hulk yeah she's beefy right right yeah she's big but I just, and I don't know why, I don't know why they did that. Like, cause if you look at the transformation between, you know, uh, Mark Ruffalo and his Hulk, it's like incredible. Like he oh, just, he he's turns incredible it, he, Hulk. Yeah, he's incredible Hulk. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Right. I think, yeah. And I think that Tatiana Maslany's Hulk is less incredible. I think that it's like mildly impressive, the mildly impressive Hulk, <laughs> right. As opposed to incredible. Right. So I don't, I don't know. I, I still going to watch yeah, whatever. I love, I love both of them. And I, I love that character and I, I'm really, I want to watch this show but i just sort of wish that they had the guts to make her a little less what you might consider to be attractive i still have hope that when this series drops on disney in august yeah that she hulks up hulks up more i don't think that they've given i don't think that they've given the full look in that one trailer you don't think so Mm, i think there's more yeah, I think that there's more, and but that, there's more but they've never done that about. though. Like, there's like Mark Ruffalo's never gone half Hulk, right? Right? You go Hulk or you don't. But go I think Hulk. because we've had Mark Ruffalo as Hulk in our lives for so long, yeah. So we know yeah. we've never had She Hulk at this capacity, yeah. So I think during the series, she you think so you're gonna get that beefy She Hulk that think you so. want. I don't yeah, think you're, so. Yeah, your beefy She-Hulk, she's no, there. No, this, she's, it's, she's there. not. It's like it's not Hulk. It's it's like uh, you know, it's uh, she's um, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for. Not even like not even like bodybuilder. Like she's 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 borderline. Like she looks like she could you know beat just about anybody in a swim race. Okay. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Sure. Like that's the body she has. Uh-huh. Like you've seen it before. I shouldn't have seen the Hulk body before in my life. Right. Right. I just wish that they had beefed her up a bit. That's well, all. We'll find out when it comes yeah. out this summer on Disney Plus. 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah, man. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, uh, Bob Mackie, who is the original designer, he's a fashion designer. He's the one that years later did all those crazy share pieces that she used to wear oh, to the Oscars the big all the time. Ones, the yeah. He still ones. designs all of Vanna White's outfits yes. on the Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Tacky Mackie, as he's known in oh. the uh, fashion world. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> course, I just bought his book. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you better return that joint. Uh, Bob Mackie, who is the uh, at 23 years old, was the uh, fashion artist, the sketch artist who did the original sketch for that Marilyn Monroe dress that uh, Jean-Louis eventually designed for Marilyn. And uh, Bob Mackey did an interview on what he thought about Kim Kardashian wearing that dress to the Met Gala. He said, quote, I thought it was a big mistake. Marilyn was a goddess, a crazy goddess, but a goddess. She was just fabulous. Nobody photographs like that, and it was done for her. It was designed for her. Nobody else should be seen in that dress. He goes on to say that, um, that he agreed with the historical saying that uh, with that gown and it being as sort of priceless as it is, uh, it could have been damaged and it needs to be preserved and the structural integrity of the dress needs to be upheld and that it should never have been um, taken off the uh, out of the museum and uh, put on Kim Kardashian. So that's uh, Bob Mackie. That's the only opinion that matters right that, there. There you go. That's the only one. Anymore? You're only saying that because you bought his book? Well, yeah. <laughs> how much was how much was Bob Mackey's book? Unsigned, thirty five dollars. Unsigned, so you can buy a signed copy for two hundred and fifty US. Oh, excuse me. Hold on, wait a second. What's the markup on a signature? I need to know this. I have a book coming out, by the way. Yeah, September twenty seventh. <laughs> September twenty seventh. You can pre order. Thank bit you. Broken Thank right you. Now. So okay, so how much was the Bob Mackey book? Thirty five dollars. And how much is it with a signed copy? Two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. I don't think they're charging a premium. But if I Roz, sign a here's book. the thing: you can you have to sign a limited amount. You can't go crazy with signatures. Then, if what's a limited amount? Then, like, there's only 200 signed copies of the oh. book. If you're going to go on tour and sign all these things, you can't do that. Oh, so I have to I have to be, I have to be the guy that says I'm not signing that. Yeah. Oh now, does my it count god! If I don't want to be that guy. Does it count if you have a stamp made of your signature? You can't. Like, what do if you that. could stamp? What if you like for the book signings? You just stamp. But yeah. then there's like the collector's edition where that you actually sign. Right. I'll tell you what my dilemma with uh, with with signing is, mm. is that is that Catherine signs my signature way better and cooler than I do. What do you mean? She's had to do it before for things. Forging? No, yeah. Wait, just like my just, greeting just, cards, not you? <laughs> nah, just like, just on things, right? Yeah. I always like the way she signs my name better uh-huh. than I do. And there have been times where I've been like, hey, can you throw my signature on this for me? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd, I'd much prefer. So if I did have a stamp, it wouldn't even be my signature on that stamp. That's collector's edition, though. If yes. it's your signature, but it's somebody else's writing. Right, yes. I know forgery on I know that's a whole it's a, it's a whole so thing. You're going to make so much money? <laughs> I'm telling you. Are with all these that? different versions? Yeah, I know. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll do one. Maybe I'll sign one and then all the rest will be forgeries. And, and then it's up to the audience to figure out to which figure is the real out. one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe nobody will know. Maybe maybe I'll get them all to pay uh, four hundred dollars, and I just won't tell anybody which one who has the original. <laughs> Go pre-order that book right now, <laughs> Rosvesson.com. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, well, well. Uh, so Cardi B got them big long nails. How should you do anything with those? Well, exactly. And that's the question is that a, a lot of people look at Cardi B and they're like, hey, how do you use an iPhone? Hey, how do you uh, open a can of beer? Uh, how do you chop a carrot with all those nails? And then, of I mean, course, the question. How do you wipe your butt? How do you, you wipe your that's butt? That's the real one. <laughs>
How do you wipe your yeah. butt? Uh, and the question came up, how do you change a baby diaper with those nails? And oh, good yes, one. exactly, right? Good and one. so Cardi B did a video where she was changing the diaper of a teddy bear um, and showing people that she can very easily change a baby diaper um, with those nails. But then her kid gets involved. Listen to this. Take it off. You know, you got to make sure that, you know, put it all the way down and go like that. Uh, you always want to make sure you clean the Butt cheeks, the butt cheeks, the butt cheeks, the butt cheeks. Make sure it's clean. Mom. Um, yeah, hold on, KK. Why are you cleaning the butt? <laughs> and then, you know, I take it off. Now that everything is so clean, then I just open the diaper. I don't know, is it because I've been, you know, I have two kids, so I could do it probably a little faster. Maybe because I've been wearing nails Mommy. this long since so I was 19. Mommy, why are you doing that to the bear? <laughs> it's a long story. I'll tell you later. Jeez, man, I'll tell you later. Okay, I'm doing a thing here. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the head of ABC said that uh, they would be up for having Chris Rock host the Oscars next year. Oh, wow. And a lot of people had said that at the at the time, that he would be the perfect fit. But then a lot of people were looking at the, the sort of nonsense that went down, and they were like, well, what about Ricky Gervais as well, right? So mm. uh, I know a lot of people want Ricky Gervais, but I think that the logical host would, uh, would have to be uh, Chris Rock. But uh, Ricky Gervais has got a brand new Netflix special that drops on May 24th. It's called Supernature. And uh, so here's a little clip of uh, Ricky explaining the irony of his act. Welcome to my show. Uh, it's not a show. There's no dancers or jugglers. It's basically a bloke talking, um, which is essentially what stand-up comedy is, isn't it? A bloke talking. Sexist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. What about all the funny female comedians? Like, um... No, no, no. Right. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. Okay, right. That was irony, okay? There's going to be a bit of that throughout the show. See if you can spot it, okay? Now, that's when I say something I don't really mean for comic effect. And you as an audience, you laugh at the wrong thing because you know what the right thing is. It's a way of satirising attitudes. Like that first joke, I use the old-fashioned sexist trope that women aren't funny. Now, in real life, I know there are loads of funny women. Like, um... I did it again. Well spotted. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you get you get what the the special is, and uh, uh, Ricky was on with uh, Stephen Colbert talking about exactly that: how he is still in this day and age able to do jokes about AIDS, cancer, Hitler, and yes, uh, women. There was a thought. I think, oh, will this be out of date? You know, then, I, then I realized that when you're dealing with, you know, famine, AIDS, cancer, Hitler, those dudes are evergreen. Oh yeah, so they're not gonna. <laughs> they don't date, right? You know what but I mean. There's no audience that isn't gonna love that. <laughs> 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 Boo! Not Hitler. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Get over it. Get over. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but you you're always evolving. You you know you're spicing it up and what things happen. And um, so when well, people yeah. when people go to a Ricky Gervais comedy show, they have to know that you're going to be dealing with subjects that some people might find offensive. Yes, but they know I deal with taboo subjects. But I, I deal with taboo subjects because 
I want to take the audience to a place that hasn't been before. And there is, a, there is a tension. And I think people get offended when they mistake the subject of a joke with the actual target. And smart people know you can deal with anything, you know, particularly when they're dealing with like, something like irony. Humour gets us over bad stuff, so that's why I, I, I laugh about terrifying bad things. I, you know, that's why comedians are obsessed with death, because, you know, it, it gets us through... It's an inoculation to the real things that are going to happen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, over on Jimmy Kimmel. So Kimmel was off. If you remember, Jimmy Kimmel had like a, a while where he had guest hosts come in and fill in yeah. for him and he had to cancel the Tom Cruise show and everything else because his daughter brought COVID home and everybody had just assumed that Jimmy Kimmel also had COVID. Mm-hmm. And then so Jimmy Kimmel yesterday tweets out that he has COVID again oh, wow. and he's going to be off again. Oh, no. So he, so uh, yeah, so Jimmy Kimmel uh, tweeted, I tested positive again. Uh, the great John Mulaney and Andy Samberg uh, have graciously agreed to host Jimmy Kimmel Live for me tomorrow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so Jimmy Kimmel off another round, off another round uh, of, of COVID. So it's been like a while now since Jimmy yeah, Kimmel's yeah. going to be doing his own show. So uh, Kimmel off uh, with COVID again. But great. I, I like... The, uh, the great lineup. choices, great right? choices. Yeah, 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 who's yeah, it? John, yeah. John Mulaney, Mulaney and uh, Andy Samberg. Oh yeah, Lonely Island. Yeah, so well, there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Big television news. We got another universe that's expanding. Okay. So the blank universe is adding yet another show. The blank universe is adding yet another show. Mocha, go ahead. The blank universe, the which universe, the which show universe is adding yet like another DC, show. Because they have all those shows on CW. No, not DC, mm. not DC, not DC. The Yellowstone universe is Ooh, adding oh is adding another show. No, yes. seriously, bro. Really? So, yeah. So, the, you have Yellowstone, and then they did 1883. 1883 uh-huh. was with Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and Sam Elliott, which became the most watched show on Paramount+. Plus. Hmm. Uh, did now, you guys watch that one? I did not. Well, I'm going to watch 1883 in the summer, I think. Okay, yeah. yes. To me, that's going to be a summer show. Because I love, like, Yellowstone. So good. There's only one show that I'm interested in watching from the Yellowstone universe. Okay. And if this is not it, right? what I think it is, okay. then I don't want to have any part of it. Well, let me, let me just explain it to you first. So first okay. they did 1883, yeah. which took place in the year 1883. So it was a prequel to Yellowstone. Like your huh. childhood. Thank you, Maura, you jackass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, which was Tim McGraw, <laughs> Faith Hill, and Sam Elliott. Yeah, that's a good one. I know. Look at Daddy's little piggy over there. Listen to him. <laughs> uh, now they're doing, so they did 1883. Now they're doing 1932. Oh, boring. Okay. Your graduation year. So, <laughs> so now they're doing 1932. 1932 will take place in the uh, era, era of pandemics, historic drought, the end of prohibition, and the Great Depression. However, 1932 is going to be starring Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. What? Okay, now I'm kind of interested. So an old rancher western with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Power couple. Right? Uh... There's going to be hella racism in that one. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I love how they go through. Well, I mean, it's, it wasn't wasn't the South. I mean, it's the West. No, I know, but still. Um, but uh, but no, I love how they go through. Yes, historic drought, prohibition, the Great Depression. They leave out all that other stuff. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. I am very interested in uh, in that show, though. So that'll be good. Okay, that image. I was uh, when you said that they were expanding the the universe. Yes, I thought you were going to say because he's such a popular character yeah. that they would capitalize on the popularity of Rip. No. And, not maybe yet. tell even though like if you watch the show you know like you kind of already know rip's history yeah right 
So I don't know if there's much more of it that you could mm. you could tell. I think if you did a Rip origin story, it would take away from Rip on the show. Mm. I don't want to know why he's the way he is fully. Because I, yeah. I kind of like him that way. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I'm just uh, reading this article on how all these big-time celebrities and athletes are now getting ripped for all taking incredible amounts of money to do commercials for crypto. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so the crypto market, as we know, is in the middle of a meltdown. Mm -hmm. And the Hollywood celebrities who pitched it over the last year, because really the last year, like if you were like with Super Bowl, like they called Super Bowl Crypto Bowl because every commercial during the Super Bowl, if you remember, was like a crypto ad with the yeah. big Matt Damon one and everything. Matt Damon. Um, but after investors watch hundreds of billions of dollars disappear in a sell-off this month, those people the famous faces that sort of pitched it to vulnerable fans, quote, uh, to invest in crypto without emphasizing the risks. Now, unlike clothes, they say, or snacks or any other of the sort of products that you could pitch during a Super Bowl that are hawked by celebrities, the crypto market is volatile and it's full of scams. Yeah. And so all these celebrities were treating it as Taco Bell or sure. treating it as whatever without sort of laying out or even understanding the dangers. So in this article, they reached out to Matt Damon. If you remember, Matt Damon said that the crypto was like the uh, development of aviation and space flight. Uh -huh. He didn't comment on the article. Neither would LeBron James. Neither would Reese Witherspoon, who said that crypto is here to stay. Uh, neither did Gwyneth Paltrow, Paris Hilton, Mila Kunis, or Aaron Rodgers. All people, all people who were involved in these, in these crypto commercials. Yeah. The only person who they got to comment mm. was the director, a director named Jeff Schaefer, who did the Larry David spot. Okay. Remember where they were like, don't be a Larry? Mm -hmm. Because Larry's just like, he's an old curmudgeon and he refused to get onto something new. Everybody wants to be Larry. Right? Now, now everybody wants to be Larry. So this was his response to, to, to this. Unfortunately, I don't think we've had anything to, I don't think we've had anything to add as we have no idea how cryptocurrency works, even after having explained to us repeatedly, don't own it, don't follow its markets. We just set out to make a funny commercial. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. So that's that's I what think, everybody did. They they hired these marketing teams. Nobody knew what crypto was, how many scams were involved, how volatile it was, and they just made cool commercials. Mm -hmm. And celebrities just took that these massive got, checks that people got paid in real money for. Real money. They didn't get paid in crypto for. Right. It. I yes, think the problem, right. part of the problem with crypto is that it's still much like NFT world. It's still relatively new. Like you don't have anything else to compare it to. Well, it's just like, and it's just you just don't. Dude, there's, there's it's so way, wild. There's more of the unknown than yeah. there is of the known. Dude, I was reading an article, you know, Luna. So Luna, Luna coin is the one that's now disintegrated, yes. right? It was like worth a billion, billions of dollars. And then it, overnight, now it's worth zero. Mm -hmm. I was the, the guy who created it. I don't remember his name. I think his last name was Quan. He's the guy that famously said when, when anybody would question him about the stability of Luna, his favorite quote was, I don't debate the poor. Oh. Right? And now where are you, sucker? Exactly. Well, poor. he's loaded. Oh, okay, he's loaded. Right. He cashed out early, like everybody made, else did, I'm sure. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Taylor Swift's commencement speech at NYU. Uh, also, they uh, gave Taylor Swift an honorary doctorate. So this is Taylor sending so she, off the... Is she the, Dr. Taylor Swift now? She is now Dr. Taylor Swift. Uh, this is Taylor, a little bit of Taylor, sending off the class of 2022 yesterday. We are led by our gut instincts our intuition, our desires and fears, our scars and our dreams. And you will screw it up sometimes. So will I. And when I do, you will most likely read about it on the internet. 
And as long as we are fortunate enough to be breathing, we will breathe in, breathe through, breathe deep, and breathe out. And I am a doctor now, so I know how breathing works. Not bad. It was right. a good speech. I watched most of it. It was a good speech. Hey, Chip, you did the. You were the valedictorian at your uh, high school, right? Three times. Three times. What? In my life. In my life is what I should say. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Hold on like, a second. Like you here. were so good that they brought you back. <laughs> no, no. I was valedictorian in elementary school, middle school, and then uh, high school. Really? You ran the table on on valedictorians? Wow. I missed out on university, but that's okay. Jesus. And uh, so, university is a big one. You should be disappointed. I know. <laughs> oh, geez, wow. <laughs> just wow. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm wow. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So like, not university then, right? <laughs> no. No. Okay, never mind. Do you remember what you said your elementary school one? Do you no. still have that speech written down somewhere? No, but I do remember my high school one because I did my school cheer during my I like incorporated it into my uh, into my speech. What is that? What's um, a school cheer? It's to the song. It's to a Beanie Man song that goes, "You want a proper fix? Call me." Oh, you're going to do it? Oh, so basically it was, uh, congratulations, Mother Teresa, name of my high school. You guys did great. Love you all. But don't forget, uh, you want a proper school, MT. You want a school that rules, MT. And it'll be the whole thing, and it was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. Did everyone cheer? They did. Did they go bonkers? Listen, they went crazy for it. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, that's great. That was a good speech, though. Taylor, if you get a chance, watch uh, watch, uh, Taylor's, uh, Taylor's speech. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, so uh, we know Jimmy Kimmel got COVID again, which is wild. Uh, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, I thought that they were going to be hosting on different nights because the story was that Jimmy Kimmel called John Mulaney and Andy Samberg to ask if they could fill in. And I thought they were just going to sort of like alternate. But last night on his show, it was John Mulaney and Andy Samberg hosting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's. Thank, thank you so much. It is an honor and a favor to be here. I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess we should explain why we're hosting tonight. You remember how Jimmy said he didn't have COVID, but then he said he did have COVID? Well, he was right both times. <laughs> That's right. Jimmy has contracted COVID again for the second time in three weeks. Oh, no. And we're thinking they should probably change the name of the show to Jimmy Kimmel Alive. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's currently waiting in line at an urgent care in Reseda, but I was reflecting backstage. It's particularly sad that Jimmy's sick because he grew up as a sick kid in Brooklyn, you know? And he'd look out the window and he'd see the other kids playing stickball and he'd try to run out there and his mama would go, Jiminy Kimmel, you, you come inside, you take your medicine. Did you just launch into a one-man show about Jimmy? It's just something I'm working on. So Jimmy would go, Mama, one day I'll never be sick and I'll have my own talk show. And he'd be up in his room with a hairbrush and a bunch of Dolls is the audience. It's definitely a one-man show here. And he, and he would be like, and, and I'm going to have my own show, and I'm going to prank my family, and I'll never be sick, and the show will gradually get more political over the years. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so good. It's, it's, it's something I'm working on, and we're looking for financial backers if anyone wants to get it. <laughs> uh, we should say up front, Jimmy is doing fine. So are they two of them? I don't know how they're going to roll this again tonight. Doing this like, like I don't, together the whole yeah the whole I, time that Jimmy's off. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't I don't know. I'm not opposed to it. That was very funny. Yeah, no, they're they're and they were dressed the same too. Which oh, is, were they really? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So after two years of uh, anything goes, the Academy Awards are going back to normal, meaning uh, eligibility uh-huh. for films. 
because of the pandemic, they allowed straight to streaming films compete mm-hmm. for Oscar glory. However, they are going back to the old rules that uh, they have to debut in movie theaters as well. Oh. And it can, can be the same day. It can be the same day, but it has to stay in a movie theater, has to have a theatrical run of a minimum of con- seven consecutive days with at least one showing per day in six uh, in one of six approved major metropolitan areas, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Miami, Atlanta, and San Francisco. Hmm. Uh, so no more straight-to-streaming movies if you're doing a straight-to-streamer oh, that you want an Academy Awards uh, contention or nomination, then you also have to deliver it in theaters on that same day. Like, you know, I don't know. During the pandemic, a couple of great things happen, right? Yeah. In terms of easeability of, of living life, right? Right. Grocery delivery, all sorts of delivery, right? Sure. When movies became available on demand. Yeah. ASAP. Yeah. I spent more money in the past two years on movies that I could watch from home mm-hmm. than I would have... In the theaters. But they, they that's fine as long as the movie's also in the theater. So a movie like Coda, for instance, which, which won, mm-hmm. had no theatrical run at all and probably wasn't going to because it was just an Apple, Apple TV Plus movie, right? So no more of those. No more of the Netflix movie mm-hmm. um, winning an Academy Award. No more Apple TV Plus movie winning an Academy Award. I don't no know. More, I think, I no more Amazon Prime being nominated for an Academy Award. I think that's crap. Yeah. <clears throat> um, normally as shows become popular and these seasons roll on the seasons get shorter yeah and so they released the season five premiere date for yellowstone Mm -hmm. which is going to be november 13th however yellowstone Mm -hmm. is going longer so season five of Yellowstone is going to have 14 episodes. Yes! As opposed to 12 That's episodes. That's what happened with Grace and Frankie. I just finished the last season of Grace and Frankie. Yeah. And it was like 15, 16 episodes. Wow. Oh, and, that is amazing. Right, yeah, yeah. So they're going, they're going 14, 14 episodes for season five, which premieres uh, November 13th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, it's looking like Nick Carter. Oh, Nick Carter. Nick Carter with all them babies. Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. Sorry, Nick, oh, Cannon. Nick Cannon. My yeah. bad, my bad. It's looking like Nick Cannon. Don't tell me he's got an next gal pregnant. No, no. So, uh, listen, we, the, the idea, he's brought up vasectomy before, right? Yeah. We've talked about vasectomy before. Uh, it's not a complicated thing. So, Nick Cannon, I guess, is leaning towards uh, vasectomy. Mm-hmm. But now he's at the point of where he's like, He's had a consultation about a vasectomy. Oh. I don't know if I would have designed it this way. Like, I already done went and got my vasectomy consultation. (laughs) (laughs) Not out here looking to populate the earth completely, but I'm definitely looking forward to taking care and loving all the children. And I'm quite honest when I speak about it, I do have, have the guilt of not having enough time to spend with all of my children, as we all do, because we're working yeah. and yeah. going, but I, I want to be uh, every aspect of their life. Mm. So the consultation happened. The consulta- There's no consultation for a vasectomy. <laughs> Does he mean like he called to see when they had an appointment available, which is probably all the time? But to me, a consultation is you go in and you sit down in front of a doctor and they talk you through the process. Yeah. Right? Here's what's going to happen. Yes. See you on Monday. Right. 
Did you have you done this wrong? Me? Yeah, yeah. I talked about we it. Talked remember about the, it. Remember he he's he uh, he used a paper clip and and Not attached a paper clip, man. Uh, uh, um, what? Oh no, <laughs> he didn't do it with a paper clip. Oh. But remember when he attached? Oh my god! No, I, remember oh. he used an elastic and a paper clip and and attached it was a paper clip. Or yeah, it was like one of, like an office mate, like one of those paper oh, the clamp like, thing. Like the clamp, oh a paper yeah. Clip. yeah. So okay. he used he he put an elastic because they have to go under, right? They have to go under. So the stuff like on top, so the stuff on top needs to be out of the way. Wait, clamp to skin. No, to my T-shirt. Uh, oh. So he put an elastic That's around so it, tied the elastic to like a, a, an Office Depot. Yes, an Office Depot paper clamp, and then he pulled my T-shirt down and clamped everything to the T-shirt so it didn't move. Ah! Right. So yeah, <laughs> That's what the and, like, and the elastic and the clip didn't match in color. Like it was it, like the, it, it, so no. worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's mandatory. And I didn't and I didn't see the box where the elastic came from. Like I don't oh, know. I like no. I don't know what that elastic was around before it was around me. Right? Probably like, a stack of papers. Something like right? that. At the admin desk. Yes. Of the <laughs> oh my lord. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Travis Scott thanking the Billboard Music Awards yesterday after he performed for the first time on television in the wake of last fall's tragedy at Astro World with the crowd surge that left ten people dead. Uh, he wrote, "Thank you." billboard awards for letting us move mountains as uh, what he captioned a picture of himself performing uh diddy was the host and executive producer if you recall from sunday's billboard awards and he said that he was on a mission to uncancel the canceled and you know having travis scott on the show was was a controversial move mm-hmm. because he's sort of like persona non grata at like big festivals and stuff and then you're like okay well we're gonna have travis scott on the show what do we do to take the heat off travis scott and if you remember well why don't we book morgan wallen on the show oh, as well yeah and so diddy at the time it said travis went through a tragedy morgan used the n-word while talking to one of his boys people make mistakes now we're moving on with love and respect for everybody but i was sort of shocked after the but now that like travis is thanking billboard and you sort of piece all this together i was shocked at the lack of attention that both of those acts got returning to post a stage Mm -hmm. totally agree i didn't hear a single or see a single thing like you i mean you you know every now and then you see people while out a little bit but there was not the rush of reaction to any of it which was stunning to me i'll tell you you know why it was not stunning i mean it's stunning that 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 just because people love to freak out but you can tell now that the vast majority of that world right that music world Mm. had moved on Mm -hmm. they just nobody wanted to make the first move right nobody wanted to be the one to put them on the show nobody wanted to be the one to recognize them nobody wanted to be the one that said we've moved past it took diddy executive producing a show to do that because then what are you going to do go after diddy well, I think in the case of Morgan Wallen, Diddy is probably the right person yes. to accept him back in being he's a black man. Yes. Right? Um, in terms of Travis Scott, yeah, that that one is the one that surprised me a yeah, little bit. It's though. tough. It's tough. Uh, but anyway, so there you go. I didn't even realize that the this the, the lack of uh, sort of like blowback on that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Only Murders in the Building season two dropped their trailer yesterday. Here is a little look at, bit look at of that. I you know. Know. Yes, they did. Oh, you didn't watch this trailer yet? No, I didn't. No, I love season one. It was yeah. amazing. Oh, here we go. So good. Look at you. You have no idea how much trouble you're in, do you? Goody, the murderers are here. We were framed. <laughs> you love me on the podcast. Still have that boom mic? You bet your ass I do, kid. Well, I don't actually. I returned it in the 30-day window to get my deposit. <laughs> but I can get it back. 
<laughs> Evidence keeps showing up in our apartment. Is that the murder weapon? Someone's toying with us. If it was simply about getting us caught, the police would be banging down that door. find real killer. It is so good. By the way, in the trailer, because you guys didn't see this trailer yet, um, some celeb cameos, celebs cameos yeah. include um, Amy Schumer, okay. Cara Delevingne, right. and Michael Rapaport. Michael Rapaport plays the detective who's interrogating them. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's so good. The way that they use Sting in season one, because I think oh Sting actually God. lives in that building, right? Like, oh, I think in the real that, building? I think that that's his deal. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was um, like, I'm not moving. Yeah, I think that he actually show? does. But the way that they incorporated, um, a, that without spoiling it, Sting into the story as Sting was just, it was brilliant. And that show is so funny. When does it come back? When is it? When's the date? Uh, June. Hold on oh, here. Oh, it's soon. Mm-hmm. It's next month. It June. is uh, June twenty eighth. <gasps> oh, nice. Yeah, so good, so good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, remember at the beginning of the MCU and the DCU and all that stuff, you yeah. and I would joke that uh, you know eventually it's going to get to the point of where they're going to have to do a Wonder Twins movie. Yeah. Right. So they were. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. DC was going to do a Wonder Twins movie? Yeah, DC was going to do a Wonder Twins Who movie. Who are they going to get to play the Wonder Twins? Um, so it's been shelved. Oh. So the headline is the Wonder Twins have been deactivated. Oh, why? Um, so nobody wants it, I bet. Jeez. Uh, uh, so it was being developed by one of the key producers of Riverdale and then somebody else who had done worked on Black Adam uh, oh, with, wow. the, with The Rock. And... Uh, I guess the budget got like way out of control and somebody, they wanted it to be a movie and then they moved it over to HBO Max and they were looking at a $75 million budget, but HBO Max says no, all our original movies need to come in at around $35 million. Uh, so there is no, as it is right now, um, what was it, Zan and Jaina? Was that, were they the Wonder Twins and their little monkey Gleek? Something like that. Right. Was it? What did they used to say? So the Wonder Twins were these alien twins, right? A boy and a girl. And they used to like touch rings and say um, f- by, by the whatever, whatever power, that thing. And then they would go form of uh, like eagle. One, one eagle. One person could turn into like an animal and then the other person had to turn into water. Right. Like the one, the one Wonder Twin had real lame powers where they were like, uh, the guy would go form of a cheetah. And Zan then sh- and, and Jaina. Yeah, and she would go shape of a puddle. And then, you, <laughs> and then, and then, like this cheetah would stomp a puddle and it would splash in somebody's face. I'm not saying it was that lame, but it was that lame. <laughs> Wonder Twin powers activate. activate. And then they would horrible. say form of a puddle. No, form of a no. The, the <laughs> animal first, oh. not form of a poo. Well, who would? Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> to be discreet. Why no, would you do that? You heard poo. I said boot. Oh, boot. Yes. Form of a boot. Yeah. And then she would go shape of a water balloon. Poo. A poo. No, it had to be water-based. It was Uh-oh. always water-based. Smoothie. It was Diarrhea. A smoothie. Yeah. Di- Diarrhea. Yes. Yeah. Water-based. Wow. Wow, Deepa. <laughs> wow. No wonder they couldn't make the Wonder Twins movie, right? Because this is all people would do in the writer's room is yeah. come up with nonsense this like ex- this. This is exactly. Yes. It and just then, got out of control. Yes. And then somebody was like, you want us to spend $75 million so he can become a boot and she can become diarrhea? <laughs> Wonder power. Right? Wonder twin power. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.